welcome to the Diary of a Sales Expert podcast. My name's James White, and I'm on a mission to help business owners and sales professionals all over the world get incredible sales results. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. So look, I wanted to talk about a subject uh, this week, which is a real challenging subject for a lot of people, and it's come from a couple of conversations that I've had with two clients, um, one client and one person that's a good friend I know uh, in the last couple of weeks related to taking sales action three to four, maybe even three to six months before you need the business. And it's something that's so, so critical in sales and selling. And I want to talk about how and what we can do to make sure we take that action to avoid the pain that I'm going to share in a moment with these two examples. And the reality is, in certainly in certain sales, and obviously if you're in sales where you sell um, cakes for 10p, oh sorry, take, who gets a cake for 10p nowadays? Cakes for five quid probably, but if you sell cakes today and tomorrow, the chances are that type of purchase, um, you're, you're not going to, you need to, you know, it's what we call an immediate purchase. People are going to do that straight away. But if you're listening to the podcast and you sell a higher value product, maybe it's a few hundred pounds or a few thousand pounds, or, and, and if it's certainly a service, in, and a lot of the clients and companies that we work with do sell services that are you know, quite significant services like financial services, for example, if you're an IFA listening to this and you're trying to, to get someone to, you know, to, to trust you with, you know, a few hundred thousand pounds of their money, then I'm going to give you a little tip of a bit tip of advice. Some people, the odd person, I'd say probably 10% of people might decide to make an immediate decision and go with that decision there and then. But I think the majority of people, 80%, maybe 90% of people are going to go and want to go on a journey with you. They're going to want to go on a, on a, on a, on a process with you and, a, and, a, and, a, and a, a, a discovery process with you. And one of the common issues that I see in so many businesses, and by the way, if this is, is what's happening to you right now, don't need to tell me because it's not the sort of thing you want to share publicly, but just make a note to say, he, yeah, James White had got this, this point bang on and I need to learn to deal with it and move on from it. And that's that they look in their situation right now and their business and they look at the numbers and what's coming in and the cash coming into the bank. If you're a small business owner, you look at the cash coming in and what they do is they go, oh, there's not enough coming in as we thought and there's not enough money coming through the accounts as we as we thought there would be or we haven't booked enough business in. And it's a worry, right? I've been there. One of my biggest mistakes, and I've shared this, is um, in my business previously before that I had a few years back, I used to call it the wage train. The wage train used to hit, um, was always the 28th of the month. And on the first of the month, I used to find and scrabble through some of the monies to, to find, you know, to pay people because I always felt paying people was really important. And then, you know, excuse my French, but fuck, the wage train would look, would look me up and go, wow, there it is again. It would hit me straight in the uh, in the face and I'd know I'd have two weeks to raise the cash I needed to to, to pay people again. And when you run a business, the, you have this issue of you need you need money to pay the bills, right? You know, I always say, you know, people say, oh, I've got loads of followers on social media and Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Great. But follows and likes don't pay the bills. You know, you can't pay people with with likes. You have cash in the bank and cash comes from when people want to do business with you. And they do business with you when they feel that they trust you and believe in your solution to help them solve their problem or their desire. And I see consistently organizations that are 
that have not done the work two to three months in advance, and yet they come to that month or that time and they're looking for the business and it's not there. And if, if I had a pound for how many times people have said to me, what can I do to bring business in quite quickly? Or what can we do to change where we are right now? I'd be a multimillionaire. People always want the business today or tomorrow. And um, the best way I can reflect back on this, it's a bit like um, when you go on holiday. And um, if you're like me, you go on holiday and you, you try and keep yourself fit and well and whatever else. And anyone that knows me and has followed me on any form of social media will know that I love my food, love my going out, I love my life. Um, but, you know, I've had to be a bit, you know, becoming a bit more unhealthy. And um, if you go on holiday, um, and my wife's very good at doing this, she'll literally, you know, she'll be really good. She'll be really good for like four to six weeks before she goes on holiday because she wants to be in a position where when she's putting her bikini on, or her swimming costume on, or a nice, you know, you know, dress or whatever. She wants to feel her best and look good in photos and 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 feel that like she's at her best. And and I'm the same. I, you know, when I go on holiday, and some people don't care about what they look like, and that's fine, that's their choice. But I want to, I, I don't want to look like, you know, a beached whale when I'm on the beach. I, I joke with people a lot. I don't want Greenpeace coming in, you know, saying get the whale back in the sea. You know, it's for, for me. I want to be on the on the beach looking as good as I can do. But the work for the for that isn't when I'm on the plane or, you know, I can't breathe in and when I'm on, you know, sipping my first cocktail on the beach, the work for that starts three months beforehand when I know I'm going on holiday and then I think, right, how can I make sure I'm eating better and exercising more and being careful about what I'm doing so that I'm maintaining my weight or growing or changing my body the way I want it to be so that when I do get on the beach in three months' time, I'm in a good place. And there was that, you know, I'm not sure, I don't watch a lot of reality TV there was that sort of saying, you know, no carbs before marbs. You know, in other words, you know, if you want to go to Marbella and be on the beach looking amazing with a six pack, and oh, by the way, if you, if you know me, if you're watching the video, there's no six pack there, maybe a 12 pack, but not a six pack. The reality is, um, you know, there's no, you, know, you don't get the six pack. Mike, there's a good friend of mine, Pete Trigo, he's a cricketer, he used to play cricket and a golfer now. You know, he, if you search, search for Peter Trigo golf on Instagram, he is literally ripped at the moment. Um, he is an ex sportsman. He's, he's got, you know, he's got 12, he's got, goodness knows, you can see every, every rib there. He is a fit man. And, um, cause he puts the work in, right? And, you know, if you ask him, and I went and played golf with him a couple of weeks ago and we had a, you know, a, a drink afterwards, he, he wasn't eating the stuff, you know, everyone else was going into the golf club and having a, you know, sausage sandwich or whatever else. He was, no, no, I just has a coffee and was, you know, he, he did the work there so that when he, you know, a few weeks later, he looks good. And we all run this risk, right? We all run this risk that we don't do things today that we know we should do or we do do the things today that we know we shouldn't do, i.e. like we eat the things that we shouldn't do, and think, oh, it's okay. And we let the the, the, the part of our brain, the, the, as Freud called it, the id, you know, win. And that means then that when it comes to six weeks down the line, when we want to look good in our swimming trunks, we've, we've basically, we don't look good. Um, or we don't look as good as we want to, or we're, we, we're a bit heavier than we want to. And it's all about the reality of, and especially in sales, the work we do now is not going to generate the result for us tomorrow. Unless, if you're, and by the way, if you're selling, let's say, low value, you know, low value, you know, under fifty pound products, it may well do. You could put an activity out today, and it can generate business for you tomorrow. But in many cases, in business to business sales, in service sales, we've got to do the work. We've got to lay the seeds. We've got to so put the the framework in place 
to engage with people and to go on that journey with them and to, so that over time they then feel comfortable to want to engage and work with us. And the reality is, unfortunately, too many people don't do that work. And I've had a client that's been in that position and a good friend who is in the sports world who admitted himself actually that he should have been doing some of the work that I suggested him to look at and some of the things I'd talked to him about doing, he should have done, but he didn't. And for whatever reasons, he, he knows that now. But now he's under a bit of pressure because the clients that he's working with are asking where's these deals and the company that I'm working with at the moment are facing a bit of pressure to, to make sure they can hit some of the numbers that they want to hit. And the reality is they haven't done enough of the work early on in the process. They haven't taken enough action on a day-to-day -day or week-to-week -week basis to, to make things come together. And, 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 and because of that, they're now in a position where they look a bit desperate and they're, they're trying desperate measures and being a bit pushy with certain clients and approaching things in the wrong way. And there was a great quote, I'm not sure where it came from, but it was, you know, and I say, say desperation is a stinky perfume. When you appear too desperate in a sales situation, it's more likely than not to put the other side off. When someone comes to me and wants to push to make me to make a decision, A, it makes me feel uncomfortable and makes me think, no, I'm not gonna to talk to them at all, but B, it makes me think something's wrong in their business, something's wrong in their world. It makes me think that they, that, that is the issue. So I really encourage you to think about, if you want to avoid, if you're I'm not sure when you're listening to this, um, but if you want to avoid in three months from now or six months from now, your number's not looking good, then vow to take some action today and tomorrow, and not just today and tomorrow, but today, tomorrow, the next day, the next day, the next day, build a chain of continuous action around sales and selling, and I'll talk to you about how to do that in a moment, that can help you get to the point where you get results in time. And go back to that fitness analogy and go back to my mate Pete, you know, who's got these the six pack on show. He's not got that from doing one set of sit-ups. He's got that from doing sit-ups and gym work every day, probably for three months. So it's the cumulative effect of what he does that gets the results, not just one activity. And a lot of the things that we talk about our health and our well-being and the things we do it's very rarely the, the one-off thing that does it. It's the cumulative effects, the good habits that we build up, the things that we do and we make, you know, that we commit to doing on a regular basis. I commit to creating content. I create a podcast every week. I create a video every week. I create a Saturday sales tips email every week. I create a, a sales ideas for sales growth email every week. We commit to it and it's in my brain programmed to do it. And I have to prepare for it. I have to do the work for it, but I commit to doing it because that's important. And when you commit to things and build those habits, the results don't happen straight away. But people buy consistency. They buy things appearing over time. They buy that element of, I'm hearing more about that person. I like them. They're seeing things. They get in familiarization with who you are. So if you're in sales or in business and you're not doing sales activity every week, every, sorry, on a, if you're in this position where you're not seeing things happen, my simple little tip to you is this. Put aside 30 minutes minimum, Ideally an hour, better still 90 minutes. In your diary as a little time block, mark it off and put it down as sales prospecting time and use it to either create some content that you can use for sales to share to people or to, to, to identify some, some people that are a good fit for you and your business 
and go to that market, go to those people and go to that, that audience and start to, to share some value, start to be useful, start to be helpful, start to talk about problems that they've got and how they can overcome them and start to add value to your marketplace. And if you do that, if you sheep dip that, do it once and then don't do it again, you won't get any results. But if you do it consistently, Every hour, every, you know, every you commit every hour a day or 90 minutes a day to doing a sales activity or to following up with people or sharing things with people and, and engaging and doing the work, doing the sit-ups, your chance of sales success goes up exponentially because it's generally the consistency of actions over a period of time that get the result, not the one-off activity. And the people that I'm working, unfortunately, and I've, I've told them this, that, by the way, we've told them this, and we've shared them, shared them how to do it, but I can't physically force someone to do so. I'm not going to put a gun to their head and do it. They sometimes have to see it for themselves that as a result of not doing that work, they now face these challenges and they, they're looking for the silver bullet, the quick fix. And unfortunately, there isn't that. There isn't that quick fix. So there is a few things you can do, but again, you've got to be careful about how it makes your company look. So I really encourage you to put the daily time aside to do prospecting or sales activity. If you're faced with this issue where you're looking at the bank account and you're looking at the numbers and thinking it's not where you want it to be, and I've been there, I see, I know that, and, and, and look, I myself are in that same position. I want to generate my business. I've got to do those same things. If it's not where you want it to be, then vow to change, vow to be in a position where you can take, put that diary, start, put, get your diary out now, if you're on a ride and you're not driving, and put an hour in the diary at a time that works for you, when the kids are maybe in bed, even if it's at seven o'clock in the evening, that's okay, or seven o'clock in the morning when the, you know, the kids are asleep still, to do that sales activity. And if you can do it in the day when you can then pick up the phone, and there are, well, well maybe in a future episode, we'll talk about the ways in which you can reach out to people. There are five ways you could do it, letters and mail, there's video, there's email, there's social media, there's phone calls, those are, or six actually, face-to-face. -face. Those are the methods by which you can do it but vow to spend time on it on a day-to-day -day basis. And if you do that then and avoid the procrastination, remove the distractions, remove everything else from, from, where you, from what you're doing, you, you won't get the result of that day or the day after. But if you do it for 30 days and consistently do it for 30 days, you're going to start to see impact for the work that you do and, and start to see what we call green shoots as, of, of things starting to happen. And again, a lot of people then see those and then stop doing what they're doing. Make it your daily disciplines to focus on doing those, that sales activity, that sales work. And if you do that consistently, you can avoid being in a position where three months down the line, you're then looking, oh, where's my number? Where's the business? And it's not there because you didn't do the work for it. You can't get a six, sit, uh, you can't get a six pack abs without doing the sit-ups and you're unlikely to get sales success without doing the work ahead of when you need it. So be that disciplined, have that focus to say, I don't, I want to avoid the problem in three months down the line. I'm going to do the work now and continue to do it, even though there's no reward straight away in order to get where I want to be. You know, there is no shortcuts to that type of success. You've got to do the work, be disciplined about it. And if you do that, you're going to be in a position to avoid that stress and strain of coming when the business isn't there and you feel difficult and, and, and feel troubled by the whole situation, which I want you to avoid. So look, that's the, that's the message I want to share on the podcast today. Do the work ahead of time. If you want the six-pack, do the sit-ups um, before. Um, but 
I always like to finish off the, the podcast by sharing an inspirational story. And I wanted to share the story this week of a guy called Mark Beaumont. So Mark Beaumont, I talked to you uh, a few episodes back about a guy called Ben Rocket, who was the, le- the world record holder for Le Jogel. Um, Mark Beaumont um, actually took Ben Rocket's record, I think. But Mark Beaumont also had a record for circumnavigating the globe on a bike. I think he did it in 65 days, I think it was the figure. So search for Mark Beaumont cycling, uh, an incredible athlete, um, incredible guy who's done some incredible challenges. Uh, you know, if you look at what this man has achieved, um, um, you know he's a testimony that the brain and, and the body can do anything we want it to do. Um, Mark Beaumont, have a little search of an inspirational story of someone that actually decided he could and he would. And what a great thing for us all to think about. You know, if we want to achieve something, take the action, put it in our diaries, put it in our minds, commit to yourself, do what David Goggins talks about, the accountability mirror, hold yourself accountable. And if you do that, you're going to be in a position to achieve the successes that, that he, you know, that Mark's had and being a world record holder and, and the satisfaction from overcoming something that maybe people thought he couldn't. So um, put your mind to it. These inspirational stories can inspire us to be better, to achieve more, to become what we want to be. And uh, if we do that, we'll be in a great place. Thank you so, so much again for listening. Please do like and share the, the podcast with others you think it could be useful for. If it's given you some insights into getting sales results, that's great news for me. It makes my heart sing when you tell me that um, people share to me that the things that, they're, that I'm sharing are helping them. So I only hope that uh, you can use some of the tips and ideas that I've shared today to take those actions and get you and your business and your company or your, your career where you want it to be. But thanks so much for giving me your ears and your time. It's the most precious um aspect you have and i really appreciate it i'm thankful and grateful for it and i really am pleased you're on this journey with me to share ideas that can help everyone achieve great sales success and uh, making sure that they're doing what they want to make life feel good and smile so thanks so much for listening take care have a brilliant week and see you soon so thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you've enjoyed if you have please subscribe to the podcast it helps us ensure more people can get the insights and ideas they need to get incredible sales results. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode.